Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. Oops, I did it again, damn it. Flapjack. Well, shit. <laughs> Fawn. Yes, how are you doing, Fawn? What a week it has been. It has been a wild, wild week. <laughs> I know, especially for you. How are you? I'm okay. You know, um, this week, if you don't know what Fauna is referring to, we are reviewing episode four of Camp Wanakiki, the <gasps> Camp Spirit, which, spoiler alert, I did get eliminated on. So I will be giving my honest opinions. Yeah, we'll get to our thoughts on that towards the end. But before we jump into the episode, I did want to just mention um, we are still going to continue reviewing the episodes on this podcast, even though I took a hike um, and I'm still going to be having the watch parties at the Quest Club for the remainder of the season. We're even going to have a huge finale party on October 20th. So oh. make sure that you come out. We may even have some Camp Wanakiki uh, formers on um, at that particular episode as well so i you know i'll be excited. there popping my pussy you better be popping that fantasy it's gonna start <laughs> a little bit later um i think it'll be at like 10 30 that night um rather than nine just because it's gonna be the the thursday night show as well oh. um but also my cousin's getting married on that exact same day and so i was like oh shit so i'm going to the wedding then i'm gonna be painting in the car and then i'm gonna go watch the episode <laughs> oh god bless your heart yeah bless this mess um but yes, how are you, Fawn? Do you have anything going on that you want to share about? I'm good. Just gearing up for the spooky, spooky season because, like, I am discovering that I have more and more gigs than I realize. Oh, and have same honestly. Like, obligated myself to a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, there's one day that I'm in Huntsville that morning, and I'm back in Birmingham that night. Jesus Christ! I mean, at least you're booked and busy. Yeah, and then I'm also performing at Druid City Pride in October. Nice. Um. And then I've got, so I've got my Is two. Is that brun- October 2nd? I think so. Okay. Me too. Me too. Um, we should carpool. Yes. <laughs> I've also got my two brunch shows for October, Huntsville and Stardom. Plus I've got a show that has not been officially announced yet at Ooh. Um, Queens Park. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to um, be so fun. I got that confirmation um message from somebody booking me for that today as well as brain fart the divine sirens <laughs> uh the divine siren show in montevallo so i'm just like all over the state that was a lot Robin. it really is you're gonna have such a busy schedule i'm so excited for you yeah it's fawntober like five different shows basically mm-hmm work yeah i mean i, I still have the camp on viewing parties so that's happening once a week i know that uh, pretty much all the shows at the quest are going to be themed this month that's um, a lot it is going to be a lot but fortunately i have stocked up on my halloween numbers so i feel ready i will exhaust them by the end of this month i'm sure um but i'm also thankful that i have camp on all those costumes that i can yeah. just whip out because it's like 10 brand new costumes that i can just right. use whenever i want i love it um, I've got a few things that I'm working on for this month. Ooh, I'm or excited. For next month, for October. I've got like two classic horror, I say classic horror, two horror characters mm. that are fairly well known that I'll be working on because it's extending my like collection. Yes. Because last year I did uh, Jason Voorhees. Mm. Um, Jason Voorhees. And the year before I did Chucky. <gasps> So, so scary. 
Wait, can you give us a little preview of what you're what you're doing? Maybe a hint. I a mean, hint to Rue. There is one of the ones that I'm planning is an extension of a doll theme that I want to have mm. going on. I've got four different dolls that I want in that like whole collection of like looks. Yeah. Because I eventually want to do a whole like dollhouse kind of um promo. Yes, that would be so freaking cool. Yeah. And so I've got Chucky and classic vintage Barbie in that collection already. <laughs> so I'm looking at a third one. You should do like classic vintage Barbie, but you know how you could like pull the heads off of Barbies. Oh my God. <laughs> like what's, you know, the, are you watching drag race Philippines? Um, I just started this week, so okay. I'm only on like, I've watched two episodes, but I know the runway that you're talking yes. about. Like we're pretty behind, but I think it'd be really cool. It says you like that, headless thing yeah. but with barbie that would be really funny oh, uh, that could be a cute look yeah for real i know the, the gears are turning the gears are turning um and then also drag race down under the winner was just announced for that i haven't watched it yet okay, i won't tell you but i'm not happy <laughs> although my favorite got eliminated a long time ago so it's fine it's a top four right mm-hmm spanky Queen. No, 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 it's a top three. I'm sorry. The top. It, are you okay with me telling you the top three potentially spoiling it? It's Hannah, Spanky, Queen, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Those are the top yeah, three. Yeah, because Molly went home last week. Yes. Which okay. breaks my heart. I really, really love her. Um, I feel it was appropriate. Yeah, I feel like she kind of fizzled out. Maybe she got in her head or something. There's only one person that I would be upset with winning this season, and it's the person that I have a feeling is going to win the season. <laughs> but I I'll will be, be watching this episode after the pod today. I, I need to catch up. I think I'm two episodes behind on Down Under. Just the Camp One and Kiki stuff has really had me um, un- not able to focus on yeah. another season. But I also, since we reviewed All-Star 7, are you following the All-Star 7 reviews that bob and monet have been doing i'm behind on them but i have been kind of and like we're not getting the reunion anymore no that's yeah that's what i wanted to mention like i can't believe that world of wonder is stopping that from happening like that would be or they could have at least like said okay well we want like a cut or something but to stop it completely i think it's because of some of the content because the queens have been very open about Hmm. like their experiences already and it's one thing when queens are very open about behind the scenes stuff it's another when you collectively get the entire cast together and it looks like it's something that's of the franchise when it's not actually of the franchise i guess but there's a lot of legalities and technicalities of it that i understand that i do disagree with yeah i mostly just disagree i'm just mad (laughs) and i want to be mad about it because i was really looking forward to seeing it and also like you have to think i'm sure that several of them spent a lot of money on their looks and everything i mean they're all rich drag queens so probably not well it was a zoom um oh it was was, a zoom fully been recorded yeah Release so it out there. Just re- someone. I say Bob and Monet need to just release it on their Patreon as like a Patreon exclusive. Oh my god, they would make so much money. And like, just leave it up for like a day. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I would go like. like I would go watch <laughs> it, and I would probably also screen record it. Though. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then be selling like bootleg tapes of it in the Walmart parking lot. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine walking around over at like Lakeshore? Hey, you want this All Star Seven? bootleg reunion i say they just like re-record it without jinx because like what's gonna happen to the rest of them 
Because I can understand why why it could be a problem mm. for Jinx being there. Because she won the money. Re-record it without Jinx. And then what are you going to... What What's the worst that could I mean, happen? all of them won money except for Evie. So maybe it should just be an Evie reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Evie tells all. Evie tells all. <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to jump into this Camp Wanakiki episode. Um, it kicked things off with the song from season one camp it up um camp it up i can't want to when you hear that horn when you hear that horn and i was actually really surprised to hear this song featured in the episode because they told us when we were filming that they were only able to use that for season one due to certain legal reasons yeah and then for it to make this cameo appearance in the episode was pretty cool um i I like want to know the tea behind that yeah, I, I don't fully understand, but it was something about when they wrote the contract with the producer of it, they, um, it said season one, so they could only use it oh. for season one. So they must have gotten that fixed, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, they didn't put the whole song. Technicalities of things are a bitch. Right, for real. Especially when the Sugar Bakers and Ruthie are the only people featured on that song. It seems kind of weird that they yeah. can't use it however they want. Um, but anyways, not, not up to me. Uh, and it is, that song is playing on the radio as it does in this particular skit when it, there starts to be a glitch in the radio and the sugar bakers realize it's <gasps> the camp the spirit. Oh, <laughs> ah! this is always my favorite episode of the season. Same. Um, I, when I went to camp, I was like, if I don't get to do the camp spirit, that's going to be the only thing I'm really upset about if I don't get the chance to do it. So, so <laughs> at least I got to do it. <laughs> I, my, my dream came true. Um, the phone rings, and it's none other than Tammy Brown. I love her. I know. I did not expect Tammy for this either. I yeah, she'd already made an appearance on season one. Yeah, so I was kind of shook to see her back again. Um, what she, did you think of this skit? This was honestly probably my favorite skit. Mm-hmm. It was the one that was most clearly connected yeah. <laughs> to the episode. That's well, for sure. and it just like was understandable in general. Mm-hmm. Like it just had a story, right? And it made sense. It did make sense. Um, yeah, I, I I love getting to see Tammy Brown and honestly all of the cameos that they get throughout the season. I think they're always fun. I yeah. wish that they had more opportunities to bring someone in like in real life rather like than they did being, with James. Yeah, like they did with James. Was that last season? It was. Or like how we had Dita there. Um, and I know that that at the time we were filming this, there was still a decent amount of COVID scare going on. Um, but they were still able to bring Dita Ritz. So, I mean, right. come on. You but I mean, it's also judges. still like always been limited on the guest judges that they actually bring. Yeah. Well, in season one, and I think even in season two, they used to bring one in for most episodes. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it makes a huge difference. I wish they would do it more often, to be honest with you. And I'm sure it affects the energy while you're there, too. It because totally you're getting does. an entirely new perspective yep. on your drag. Yeah. So true. And it's nice to have someone from the outside world come back in so you can have that touch of reality. Because yeah. when you're just there and it's just you and the campers and the sugar bakers and Ruthie, like it's it's pretty overwhelming. You know, it's like, this is my Stockholm life. Stockholm syndrome. It, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, okay. So then after we hear from Tammy Brown, she wants to invite the sugar bakers over for spirits. We see Ruthie 
uh, hustling some of the campers. Oh my god. <laughs> this was also fantastic. It really was. <laughs> but it was like what was it like she would miss it and she would go damn. damn. We should put that on the soundboard. Yes. Oh please. my god. Okay. I, I would love that I'm on the soundboard. Um, <laughs> and it was just funny also like it was well shot, but like if you know anything, you know it was like obviously those shots were staged. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then also when it was suddenly like it was just four campers for that scene until all of a sudden everybody was there uh-huh. at the end. And I remember at the viewing party, everybody was like, "Wait, where did the other campers come from?" Yeah, is this the top four? What's going on? Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. I I remember that we were all sitting in the cafeteria ready to go, and they came down and were like, Hey, we need to film like an extra skit. Who wants to come? And those were the four that just went. I would have volunteered, but I had already been in several other skits and I thought this was just going to be like a promo thing. Like the other yeah. ones had been, but this was re- a lot of airtime. So damn it. I should have just gone, but it's fine. It is what it is. It was, a, I thought it was a really funny skit anyway. Um, especially with Coleslaw being like, wow, Ruthie, you really need to practice. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, so the sugar bakers come in and they say, uh, Ruthie, why are you hustling the, the campers again? Um, and then the rest of the campers appear as we entered with the sugar bakers. And then Ranger Danger enters with a bar cart full of booze. And we love it. We do. It was honestly the best part of the whole episode. <laughs> and the sugar bakers say that in order to fight off the camp spirit, they are going to test the campers' knowledge on different tests of spirits yes all right well we are going to take a break and then jump back into that taste test and we are back and we're talking about this taste test y'all and and this was no mighty swell oh no this was hard liquor um what did you think of this challenge? How do you think you would have done? I think I would have done fairly well. Mm. Um, because, like, I know whiskey. Yeah. I know rum. I know vodka. And so, like, tequila and gin, I feel like I would have been able to figure out. I feel like gin is the easiest one because it tastes like you're just taking a bite out of a tree. I don't like gin. So I feel like I would have, like, figured gin out. And tequila mm. is, like, very distinct. Yeah, tequila is pretty distinct. So, the- like... I, I missed rum and vodka, which I think are, if you're going to miss two, those are the closest ones, right? No. Um, Am I crazy? I, I just, what, did you have you're any... talking st- about, like, something <laughs> that's very, like, one that's related to, like, tropical and one that... It did not Russia. taste tropical. I know, but I'm just saying, like... That is why I said, uh, is this my that ex? Because <laughs> I gagged the same way. Well, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. I loved the... I thought there were some real standouts here. I remember hearing Coco. I was in the next room waiting to go. And Coco, for every single one she drank, she did some kind of accent. The way she got every single one correct, (laughs) but also still delivered camp. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was so Like, she fully won the challenge in all aspects, in my opinion. Yes. Oh, yeah. She she really, really did. She had the campy can-do attitude, the humor. Clinica. Oh yeah, can you tell they don't drink? Hilarious. <laughs> At one point, just putting the cat. <laughs> <laughs> this is animal cruelty. I love it. Um, 
Yes, I loved Clinica's, and I loved when they would like gargle it and everything, and they were just like uh, pink lemonade. I, I don't know. Um, it was just overall a fun little yeah camp activity it was a nice camp activity and i enjoyed this take on spirits um because in the previous seasons it's been like uh well uh, in season three they carved pumpkins for camp spirit and then um, was it season one they had to do a cheer yeah season one and two they had to write like a cheer and honestly i thought that was a really cool daily camp activity that i was hoping i would get to do and that's also what you think of when you think of camp spirit right like you think of like yay Yay. not like (laughs) exactly exactly but i thought it was a creative take to do alcohol spirits i wonder what they'll do for season five um since that is right around the corner um but i also loved pola during this when she said is that vermouth like like they have the budget for vermouth pola (laughs) (laughs) um and deja running into the bookshelf i thought was particularly funny um this was just overall like a good showing for everybody, like the entire episode. Yeah. The daily camp activity and the uh, talent show, like it was such a good episode. You got a lot of one-on-one time with each camper, yeah. it, which I think, I think it's on the one hand, it's nice to have that time with them so you can get to know them better. But on the other hand, it's also kind of telling, you know, okay, who, who is strong at doing this improvisation stuff? Who is the strongest with their storytelling? I mean, it is a um, competition though. So true. It, it, I mean, it kind of should be telling. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, that is not a con. Like, no. yeah, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, I think that's why I like it so much. Ah. Um, there, there's no chance for you to hide. Right. Speaking of which, let's jump into this talent show. It was the camp spirit. Oh no. Betty and Cherry walked out looking better than ever. Dead. Um and they they rung in the talent show with a cowbell. As they always do, and they told us that not only would they be reviewing the uh, the looks for this week's Camp Spirit talent show, but also the stories that were told with the talent show as well. And we started off with what starts with F and ends with CK. It was me, horse. What did you think? Um, honestly, I thought this was one of the best. Oh, thank Genuinely, you. Genuinely, like thought this was one of the best. Um, it's not, it it was so different than anything you had shown so far. Mm -hmm. Um, makeup wise, it was different hair. It was different outfit. It was different. And you had a also question before Mm -hmm. we get into this. Actually, I have a few things. One of them. Um, when we are going over this, are we, Oh, flapping um, and fawning when we're flapping and fawning, are we doing just the look? Are we doing the look with the story? I think we should do overall presentation. Yeah, like yeah. the the package as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, and as a reminder mind, for flapping and fawning, we do have. If this is your first time listening, um, we do have a very sophisticated system here for whether we like or dislike the looks. If we like it, it's a fawn, and if we dislike it, it's a flop. And also, I know these whores, so all of my critiques are coming from a place of love. But also, I lost this week, so if I'm bitter, that's it is what it is okay and i will say like no matter what do not send any hatred to any of these people 
Um, also, this is all info. Don't have any kind of like. I don't really like that narrative of like, um, like such and such was robbed. Like, mm. there's certain language that like. Yeah, you can think that to yourself. You can talk about that amongst your circle of friends. Don't go posting that online because it does nothing. Because at the end of the day, this is reality television. Yep. There's and a story like, being told uh, from like, one producer or another. Yeah, I'm giving my opinion on this podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Um, and obviously, like none of it is meant anything personal towards any of them. Right. Uh, so, like, just because you hear us doing it doesn't mean it's also like... Go post should, it online. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's important to think about the perspective of anyone who could be reading that comment that you may be saying, right? Exactly. Um, don't, don't get me wrong. I would love for you to let the sugar bakers know that you want to see more of Flapjack. Um, and but, you should be doing that. <laughs> but don't, don't, don't send hate to any of the other campers or um, just be really conscious of what you're posting because boards can hurt. Because also, it's one of those things, it's bad on Drag Race, but at least Drag Race has a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. And so they're also being flooded with a lot more positivity. Camp doesn't have as big of a platform. So those those negative, negative voices make a rise huge higher. impact. Uh-huh. Um, so bear that in mind when you're talking about this. And just like also just enjoy the show. Yeah. It's a good show. And it's, it's all in fun. Yes. No feelings were hurt except for maybe one person's in the making of this TV show. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Are you ready to jump in the talent show now? Absolutely. Okay. Are you going to jump into the lake at Hudaho based on these legion festive uh, waters? Absolutely not. <laughs> I like peeing when I swim in the lake. Oh, yeah. Is that a favorite pastime of yours? Oh, yeah. Um, I This was actually, for this particular concept, this was the one that I knew immediately when I found out I was going to be on the show. I was like, okay, I'm doing a leech thing for this particular. That's brilliant. Point. Because that was the thing from going to summer camp. I hated leeches like i i would very rarely go swimming in the lake or, or i would not i would try to avoid touching the bottom because it seemed like anytime someone did they had leeches on them and i ugh, it was disgusting so i was like what if we just had these leeches that could possess someone and completely take over their body um so yeah that was my concept for it's brilliant and like i love the storytelling that you had with it like you had a good like scary you blended camp and horror with your story so well like you did Thank such you. a good job storytelling it with the presentation of it, both like on the main, st- on the talent show floor, as well as like in y'all's little, the filmed parts, mm-hmm. like all of it was such good and well-rounded, like honestly, one of my favorites. Oh, thank week. you so much. Um, yeah, I will say they cut some of my story, but they also cut a lot of other people's as well. Yeah. I think that they really were anticipating, um, eliminating someone last week and then they ultimately decided not to because episode three was so strong i think now they may feel they should have held on to that and not eliminated someone this week right um maybe i'm delusional but the, uh, yeah, it seemed like everyone had a little bit of their story cut out probably to fit in that eighth story that they right. were initially anticipating um because i did a lot more of the rhyming i did like i had like a the lifeguard use their voice at one point in the story but they did a the editors did a really great job of still making it make sense, even with the parts that they cut out. Um, I will say something that they talked about in my critiques were, was that the outfit just didn't hold up to the rest of the cast. Um, And I think in some ways that's true, but really I think what they were referring to there was my zipper actually broke while I was on stage modeling the look. I did like this backbend thing that you can see on the, 
that I do on the dock during the story, but I also did that when I was on the stage, and I felt it break can when you, I did it. Can you um, tell us? I don't know if this like is breaking NDA, so if you can't tell us, that's fine. Oh, I'll just cut it out. Um, <laughs> can you tell us what order all of that is filmed in? Oh, yes. Okay, so for this particular week, it was or for this particular episode, it was... We went out on the talent show stage first and you modeled it. Then you read your story to the sugar bakers and Ruthie. Um, and then we did rec room. And then after we found out who got eliminated, we then went and filmed our, um, the, the actual portion with the story. Then that, and it was really late when we did all that. Um, and when we were in the rec room, something you didn't see, and I wonder if it'll be in the extended rec room footage was, we were all sitting there like talking about how awesome of a talent show it was. Cause it really was, I think the best camp spirit talent show ever. Absolutely. They, uh, they were like, they were asking if we would be okay with doing, cause initially they said we would go out and film our stories and then come back and find out who got eliminated because if the person who got eliminated was to cry, then, um, it would mess up the filming later on. And I spoke up. I said, I remember this specifically. I was like, can we, it's so late. Can we all just agree that whoever gets eliminated won't cry so that they can do the, <laughs> their um, camp spirit? And everyone agreed. It was like a unanimous vote. We all agreed to do it. And then I got eliminated. So Note I had to, to not self, cry. If you go on Camp Kiki, don't speak <laughs> up about like something that might be hard if you end up being the one to eliminate it. Yeah. And we should get into it later, but I, I, I kind of, I kind of knew. Um, I, yeah. Also, I feel like with having to, if that's part of the requirements of the challenge, is filming that like extra bonus part for your story. I feel like that should factor into the judging. Well, no, I personally really, it's not the it's not the filming of the story; it's the story that you're being judged. Yeah, but it's, like, here's the thing: the it wouldn't be as impactful if it just showed y'all on the talent uh, show floor Mm -hmm. Um, as it is like one of the ones that like really comes to mind was we're not to them yet but Clinica the way they like acted out their story because acting it out adds so much more to the story than just telling it true and I feel like that should play a factor in the results Hmm. personally yeah it's just that's quite an undertaking to film on the camp one kiki time but but, you know because we're doing like an episode a day so i get it i think that's definitely an area of growth for the show i mean i'm just saying if you're already um filming that the same day anyways it doesn't even have to be completed the sugar bakers just watch all of them as they're being filmed like are just present for it yeah and then they can like have their notes based True. on that they, they could i also don't know what i would be doing if they were there watching me record that because that would have been ah so stressful but anyways it it is what it is it happened um and i'm trying to think if there's anything else that we should say about this um yeah no i think it's a cool look i think my promos that are coming out about this are, are super duper cool too absolutely i like want something like this honestly oh well i can i can make something for you well so overall is this a flop or a fawn for you this is like honestly you don't have to fetch this no i am fetching this (laughs) like that's not even like me (laughs) shitting you like (laughs) thank you this was 
it honestly might have been my like legit favorite really yeah this is like very like drag that i relate to i could see that i could see you rocking something like this honestly um i appreciate your pity fetch it's not a pity (laughs) fetch so but i will i will fall on this i think it's really cool um and i'm I'm proud of it i hate that the zipper broke because i think that is what I honestly think that's what did me in. They also mentioned one of the leeches falling off. Um, I un- I overestimated how far down I could put a leech on my neck, and it like hit the um. yeah it hit yeah, it, and that was like the, one of the prosthetics it fell off my neck while I was modeling it. So, but they again they didn't show that, um, but they did talk about it. All right, next to the stage we have. But I did spend this one night in a ditch. Hillary, yeah. Yes. yes. How would you describe this look? Um, so she comes out as just a simple chic ghost. <laughs> a very wide chic ghost. <laughs> with a little bit of a demented smile. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, just like the chic ghost, ghost part of the look, knowing that there is a reveal, it's a good execution of right. that part. Um, and then she reveals to like this, like, intestines and eyeball monster kind of thing yeah that is so incredible and like they talked about it in the rec room room. and it was one thing i had like figured out part of it when somebody had asked i forgot who asked hillary how or like what it was made of Mm -hmm. i was trying to figure out what the eyeballs were made of yeah because like i knew i was like oh the intestines part are probably just pantyhouse I'm glad you figured that out. That that never. It smelled horrible. Maybe they were used. Well, she said it was uh, latex over it, mm. and the latex is probably what smelled awful. That would make sense. She hid this in a suitcase. We had no idea what she was bringing. That bodysuit that you were her that you see her wearing, you can kind of see like some. If you look really, really close on her promos and things, you can see like some sequins sticking out of it, and that was all she had on when we walked over to do the challenge and she had this little suitcase with her. Um, and so we were all like, we don't know what Hillary's doing, but bless her heart. <laughs> if that's, if that's all her costume is. And then I come off the stage. Cause I, I remember I went first for this talent show and then I was like, Oh shit. Cause this look was amazing. Um, I think that the only, only feedback I have for it is I kind of wish it went further down her body and, yeah. uh, so it would cover, that bodysuit more uh but really it's it's hard to critique a look like this like this is just so next level and i don't think camp wanakiki has ever seen something made this well um i really like it it's a huge fawn for me um so i will say this is probably one of my favorite like this is my favorite show like favorite challenge Mm -hmm. on the show this is my favorite version of this challenge that being said i'm probably gonna be a little pickier this episode because it is my favorite challenge and it's my favorite version of it and so like i kind of have to be oh my god in order for it to like just i don't know for you to do your job as a podcaster with critical acclaim (laughs) um so i wish oh no it's very much like what you said i just wish it would have come down further yeah the black painting takes me out of it a little bit um, and I understand, like, it would have been incredible if this was floor length. I'm not asking for this to be in floor length. Mm-hmm. That would have been so difficult and such an undertaking. Um, 
but I would have just appreciated if it was a little bit further down just because it feels a little bit like half of a look. I, I guess that's fair. I think what may have also been really cool is if she had had, it was all black. Like she wore black pantyhose, black shoes. Yeah. And then it was like, just, it gave the illusion that of a been floating monster. Um, I think that would have been really neat. Um, but then again, if she had done that, then the sheet wouldn't have worked uh, as well, you know, to have a full reveal. I don't know. I, it's still a huge fawn for me. I, mean, I think this is really cool. It's almost a fetch. She could have, like, if you're talking about the sheet wouldn't have worked if it went down further, if that's what you're talking about. No, I'm talking about if the if she had done the thing that I'm talking about with the black pantyhose and made the illusion that she was just a floating eyeball monster. But that would have still worked for the sheet ghost. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, it's still a fawn. This is literally just me nitpicking. Two fawns. Congrats, Hillary. And I liked the story too. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed pretty much every aspect of this. So well done, Hillary. And I think that her being in the top was pretty well deserved this week. Next we have Clinica de Precious. As alien Ruthie. <gasps> With eight eyes. Because a, because Ruthie was jealous of the sugar bakers having twins. So she needed her own. Yeah. <laughs> her story was great. The way she acted it out was great. Yep. The look is so creative. The eye makeup, and I'm talking about the extra set the of extra eyes. <laughs> makeup was... The foreheads have eyes. Impeccable. Just a little... Also, like, the little clipboard set that says, Eat the Campers. They, like, thought about every detail with this look. It's one of my other favorites. I also think that this is one that... It looked even better in person. Like, when I like the, when I look at the story that was told and everything, it... it I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, Clinica looked amazing. And it was kind of shocking how much they looked like Ruthie. Right. Um, when they were an alien Ruthie, like that was, it was in the, even down to the padding, like they, they got, they looked at Ruthie's padding and had special pads for this. It, they did such a phenomenal job. This they is did, a huge font for me. Yeah. Same font. There we go. All right. Congrats. Clinica. Next to the stage. We have Coco Chanel and her story was about a witch luring children into the woods with sweets that were poisoned. Um, what'd you think of this one? Um, I mean, I didn't think that necessarily it was like a witch luring kids into the woods with sweets that were poison. I thought mm. it was just like a lady that was sweet that gave children sweets. And then like, but she know. wasn't really sweet. I thought she was sweet and then she became not sweet whenever they burned her. Maybe I misunderstood something. Maybe I misunderstood. I was distraught <laughs> whenever I watched the episode. I mean, I could have been the one that misunderstood, but the way it came across to me both times that I listened was like, she was an innocent party until like, because somebody mm. had broken into her house and eaten all the sweets. Oh, I see. And then the town, she was going to report it to the townspeople and the townspeople wanted to kill her because the children apparently ate the sweets and died mm. or fell ill. And then I burned her. I just remember when she, when she cursed. when she like performed this, and then when even when we were in the rec room, she, she well for really all of her talent show looks. Now that I'm thinking about it, she had a character for every single oh, one yeah. of them, and so she was constantly talking like this. And um, her voice for yeah. this was incredible. This look, her movement, the delivery, 
It was really well done. One of my absolute favorites. And it was one of those things, because of the way that I interpreted the story, it was like one of those things, if the way that I understood the story to be correct, it's a story we've heard before, but with a little bit of a different take, if it's Mm. the way that I understand it. Yeah. I also like, like the reference image that we have for this, it is so ghostly looking. Um, Right. If I had any piece of feedback for it, it would probably be that the face did not match her skin as much, you know? Um, oh, I don't care, and honestly. I think that, like, but I, I really loved, that, like, looking at this image, like, I feel like I noticed it more in the episode than I did looking at this reference photo. Um, because, like, she had the white, like, all over her body, and really her face was the only thing that was showing. So, anyways, this is a huge fawn for me. I, I really liked it. I love the execution of it. Yeah. Well done, Coco. This was one of my favorites. I I almost wish she was in the top. Like I, I I'll discuss what my tops were and my bottoms were when we get to oh, that part. Fawn's pleading the fifth. I live. Okay, next to the stage we have. I hate coleslaw. It's disgusting. Coleslaw. And so yes, was her story. The story was disgusting. <laughs> what did you think? How would you describe this look? Um, it's a tree. It's a tree. <laughs> They're just a plant. <laughs> <laughs> um. The makeup's incredible. Yes. I personally like don't love this look. Really? I personally did not love this story. It didn't make sense to me. I thought it made sense. It did not to me. I I like the look. Um I I I remember when I saw it, I wasn't sure how it was scary. Um so I was it, I was interested to to see and I think that I think the story did make sense for the look. Um I am not a huge like fan a of, of like a stretch to me. Mm. Um, like she stretched the holes when she stabbed yeah. people in their holes. Um, the story was that coleslaw was a tree who, well, no, 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 there, there was, it was like a boy who died. Right. And he, I don't know if we know the gender. It was just a camper. It was a camper who died, who, who died on the porta potty because the seat snapped and they fell into the, poo pit and snapped their <laughs> neck in the poo pit and then possessed a tree that's what it, yes and then whenever someone pooped after sundown then the tree would stab people in their rectum and they would die yeah i like it i think it was funny um i i do not really like poop humor but then again i did pee humor so you don't i don't like bathroom humor yeah i know <laughs> And I remember thinking that when I was writing my own story, I was like, you know, I don't really like poop and pee humor, but here I am writing this. Um, I like love poop and pee humor. Yeah? yeah. You're, you're a pee-pee-poo-poo person? Pee-pee-poo-poo. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, I just didn't really love this. I didn't get how this was tied into the story other than she's a tree. Well, she's the monster. Isn't the tree the monster? Yeah, but you would think if she talks about how the ends of the branches like reek of poop, I would have enjoyed... You think she should have had poop hands? Some some reference to poop, even if it's just (laughs) toilet paper. Like, toilet paper would have been a brilliant touch for this look. Maybe. I don't know. I think I would vomit. <laughs> like that that sounds so gross. It doesn't have to be used toilet paper. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I this is a, a fawn for me. It's I, a flop for me. What? 
I'm so sorry, Coleslaw. Well, I'm I, not. I, I really like it. I think it's cool that she made this too. Like, I don't know how I would go about constructing that headpiece. Um, I mean, I think I just don't like it for this challenge, or at least I don't like it with that story. Mm. Well, I like the the branches. It looks like she got branches. I wonder if she just picked up leaves from outside and used those. I just don't really like this look with that story. Okay. Well, I respect your opinion. Honestly, I'm, I don't think... I, there I, there wasn't any ones I didn't like. I really liked everyone's. Um, so, anyways. All right. Well, there we go. Moving on. We have all the way from season one. It's the ghost of Muffy Fish Basket. It's Mummy Fish Basket. It's Mummy Fish Basket. Pola Frost. What did you think of this look? Okay. This was brilliant, honestly. Yeah. I, I I will say when I first saw Pola, I was like, wait, what are you? And then when she said, oh, I'm the ghost of Muffy Fish Basket, I went, oh. Right. If and you know, you know. It made, made so much sense. And like, this is only one of those things that makes sense if you've seen camp. Season one, yeah. Um, and Muffy, uh, such an all-star. Love her. Um, she was actually there when we were filming some of this oh. stuff. Yes. And I, I can't remember if she got to see Mummy Fish Basket. Um, but anyways, I really loved it. I love the hoops because uh, Muffy does like, what do you call that? Aerial hoop work. Yeah. Um, so I thought that, I thought that was a really nice touch. And Paula and I actually got to film our stories together because she was down by the lake and I was also down by the lake. Um, and we both like walked around in the shallow area together in our beautiful outfits. Down by the river on a Friday night. Basically getting eaten by leeches. Okay, and I loved the green hair too, and like because that's like Muffy Fish signature camp, Muffy right. Fish bucket, um, uh, fish basket, basket fish bucket. <laughs> and if you look really, you know what's interesting though? Um, okay, a little bit of like behind the scenes tea. We are not allowed to have any green in our daily camp looks, and that is because if we are in front of a green screen, they need to be able to edit that out. They've used green screens for promo things. Um, oh. So green screens for, for promo, promo things. things. And like in season three, if you look at their promo, it's all in front of a green screen. Yeah. So I think that was what it had to do with, because they were telling us there was one camper who had a little bit of green in theirs and it messed everything up. No, I want to go back and look. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Go see, go see who it was. Um, but I, I find it interesting that Muffy had this signature green hair um, and I guess that wouldn't be permitted anymore. So that's an interesting thought. But I love that she had like a faded pink t-shirt for like Camp Wanakiki t-shirt. She had the dirty for coat leggings that were just spot on. This was, this was amazing to me. Massive fawn. Not a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Yes. It's a fawn. It's a fawn. Congrats, Pola. Next to the stage, we have Deja D. Delatero. Her story was about killing her man after he ate s'mores without her. Um, what did you think of this look and presentation? Um, are you asking about the look or the presentation? A little bit of everything. Overall. Because I love the look. Overall thoughts. I okay. love the look. I like, this is a great look. Um, the like zipper on the face thing, not my favorite thing in the world. It's kind of been there, done that. Um, but the rest of the look, incredible. Yeah, I like um, it. It's very like it's almost like dominatrix. And I love the like zipper necklace. Evening wear. Yeah, the zipper necklace is really cool. Um, I just don't understand. Like the story? 
or the, the relation ties into the story. So, you know, like I said, I, th- I know they cut some of my story and I think that they cut some of her story too. Why would they cut out the zipper? I, I know, especially when that was one of the critiques. I don't think that it was like the, the ghost lady was had a zipper face. I don't think it was anything like that. I know that she mentioned something to me about like her original story her putting her man in a body bag and something about the zipper getting caught on him. Um, but I, I, even, I think even with that, the connection isn't super clear, but with that being said, like I thought her story, like her story and her look, they were they're both, both very good. And th- in fact, her story was hilarious and people at our viewing party were laughing like crazy at her story. It was a funny story. It was great. Um, like I love the part about uh, she ran to the kitchen like a white woman who just found out it was pumpkin spice season at oh Starbucks. God. Like I love that. Um, but I do kind of wish that the stories merged a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, it was just a huge disconnect for me. Yeah. Like I enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed the look. I just don't see how they went together. So for me, I like might have to flop it just for like cohesion. I guess that's true. I like fawn both parts separately, but together I flop it. Oh, you know what? Now that you put it that way, I kind of agree, but I really, sorry, Deja two flops, but it, that's for overall. I really like this look. She's yeah. actually put out some promos of it and she's put out some merch. The look of is it. Good. it looks really great. And the story was hilarious. Her like acting was good, but I guess if we're looking at this for overall, because as we said at the beginning, overall presentation, then yeah, I guess that, which is why I clarified at the beginning because I wanted to make sure. All right, next to the stage and final to the stage, we have Lily St. Queer, who is this bracelet-stealing ghost or spirit. So scary. What did you think of this? Um, Well, it gave me a little bit of PTSD because when (laughs) I was in uh, elementary school, I did the spelling bee and I got out on the word bracelet. Wait, really? (laughs) That is the funniest drag queen thing ever. <laughs> you need to, oh my God, that should be like a presentation or like for a pageant. That's really funny. Like yeah. you, you should spell like a drag queen word, like a word a drag queen should know. I don't I misspelled know. bracelet in elementary school. <laughs> it was the first round of the spelling bee. Oh no. I, I went out on something. I got into like the county level and then... I'm, it was some word that was related to yard work, and I was like, uh, I don't know. It was um, my first time ever going, and only time ever going to the spelling bee. But I made it to the spelling you bee. You made it, and that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of two first people out. in my class to go, I think. I love it. Yeah. Well, um, aside from the PTSD, <laughs> what did you think of <laughs> Lily's bracelet look? Um, I thought it was really good. The makeup is incredible. Her makeup is always incredible. I like expect nothing less from Lily. I thought the story was funny. Um, I thought it was very campy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, one of those, another, if you know, you know, like, that's a drag yeah. thing thing. Drag, drag thing thing? <laughs> I also thought this was another one. The way it was filmed, it was different from any other story that had been filmed on yeah. Camp Wanakiki before. It was filmed inside. And I honestly don't know where she was because I thought she had gone to our cabins and filmed, like, where we were all getting ready. Um, but that is not where she was. I, I didn't, I don't understand where she was, but it looked really good. Yeah. Um, it looked like a drag queen dressing room. Um, 
And fun fact, if you look really close at her bracelets, those are all bracelets from different campers. We all let her borrow bracelets for this. I do like that she had all those bracelets on. I don't know that I would have loved this as much if she didn't have all those bracelets on. Right. Honestly. I can see that. But the headpiece was really cool, too. Yeah. I mean, when I say that, I like it with the story. I would have liked this look on its own without the bracelets. I wouldn't have liked it with the story if she didn't have Uh, all those bracelets on. I see. I see. It's the details because that was something that I pointed out. I was like, she's even got a shit ton of bracelets mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you either have seen these bracelets before or you will see these bracelets again, which I think is really cool. Um, that was a really smart thing I think. And for, for her. Um, okay. So was this a uh, presentation, a flop or a fawn for you? It's a fawn. It's a fawn for me as well. I think this is like one of the first weeks that I wouldn't actually put Lily in the top. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk with you more about that. But first, let's take a break. And we are back with uh, someone who is curious about cannibalism. (laughs) Not that. Not that. (laughs) That was the funniest thing. And honestly, we still joke about it like in the in our group chat. <laughs> That's like my favorite rec room moment uh, <laughs> of the season so far. So in case you are not picking up what we're putting down, we are on the rec room <laughs> portion where Coleslaw accused Flap of being curious about cannibalism. <laughs> I mean, isn't everyone? I mean. Like a little bit. Like I think everyone is like, I wonder, I wonder what it would taste like. I mean, I know what asshole tastes like. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, Might have tasted some last night. You never know. Oh, Lord. I said you never know. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this was spawned from, as we, like, I think Coleslaw and I went fairly early in the talent show. And as we were waiting to go into the rec room, she ate an apple. And I went, wait, that's cannibalism. Um, <laughs> and then she was like, well, so is sucking dick. And then I was like, yeah, in that case, what's so bad about cannibalism? And it just blew up into this whole thing. But also, like, I was the only one who was willing to admit that everyone has a natural curiosity to what it tastes like. I I don't know. I think that's a normal thing. I mean, I know what flesh tastes like, but... Why? Whole and cock. Okay. (laughs) Sucking dick and cock. cock. (laughs) I have that saved. That needs to be on the soundboard. (laughs) Okay. I I have that video saved. I can send it to you. Please do. Please do. We have, uh, oh my God, there's so many things. Um, uh, well, I can't write that down. But yes, well, I'll do it. I'll do it. Sucking to Concoct, Damn by Ruthie. And what was the other one? Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, yes. <laughs> this was this was great. I love it. And it, I, I was so glad that it actually made it into the cut. Um, but it, there was so much else going on in the episode. I didn't know if it would make it. Because um, really, that was pretty much all that happened in the rec room. Aside from us saying that Hillary's outfit smelled bad. Um, and it really did. Like it was like, oh, I mean, God. latex smells bad. Yeah, it, it was smells like a, like a rot, rotten fish, <laughs> and that is what it was. It was like vinegary. Yeah, that's yeah. latex. That's just what latex smells like. Um, I will say that the deliberations for this particular week took a really long time. It was like we were all sitting in there. Like the there, there were some questions that we all had for each other. There were some questions the producers wanted us to talk about, um, but we i just remember sitting in there forever and maybe it's because i was really nervous but 
you know, you're, we're looking around, we're talking about how amazing of a talent show it is. And when, when everyone is at that level, all you can do is just start to look at yourself. Um, and I think that after being in the bottom in week one and not being in the top any other week, and then like when I got picked last in the episode before, I felt like the writing was kind of on the wall for me. I was like, I think this may be my moment to take a hike or at least to be in the bottom. Yeah. Um, particularly because of the zipper. And I knew that the, the leech had fallen off and I was like, if, if, cause they're really just going to be splitting hairs here. I don't think it's so much about the concept or anything. Cause everyone came in so strong. Um, so once the judging finally did happen and we got called back to the talent show stage, we found out that the top two were Hillary and Coleslaw. The bottom two were myself and Deja and safe were Clinica, Lily, Pola and Coco. Now I know you said you had some thoughts about this. What were the only placement of this that I agree is Deja. Mm. Only the only one. Yeah. Okay. Elaborate. So I'm, I'm interested. My top, I would have had a top three. <laughs> it would have been, you're just changing all the rules. It would have been Clinica. Mm. Again. Yeah. She, she was one of the best. It was, it was very good. It would have been Clinica, you and Coco would have been in the top mm. for me. But in the bottom would have been Deja and Coleslaw. Coleslaw in the bottom. Yeah. I was not feeling it. I know I've watched it twice now and I still stand by my decision. I don't, I don't it was see not it for me. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and I love coleslaw. I mean, not the food, but <laughs> I hate coleslaw. I hate coleslaw. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I, I agreed f- for the most part with it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that, I think it made sense when it came down to it. Like, uh, Hillary, I, I thought I was actually surprised Hillary didn't win this week. To be honest, I, I thought that her look was very, very cool. I thought her look was better than Coleslaw's. I I was just really I mean, impressed I put by Coleslaw it, so. on the bottom. So, yeah, I I don't know. I also thought that Lily Hillary might be in the top. Not. I thought Lily's was really funny, and I remember hearing them laugh at it, like which is always a good sign. Um, For me, Lily and Hillary both were very good, but very safe in my eyes Mm. but that's also my eyes at the end of the day it doesn't matter because it's a reality show and they still turn out good things it's it's hard to say because like i mean polo was strong everyone did so well this week i really thought clinica was like honestly was gonna win again (laughs) yeah and i think it would have been very well deserved if they had yeah, it, it it was very good. Like the details with the eat the campers, the badges, the yeah. padding. It was, it was stellar. Um, I yeah, I I agree. Like you know, for the reasons we talked about, Deja's story didn't quite make as much sense. And and I had seen the zipper face thing done before. Like Halloween. Right. Um, so I I personally value uniqueness and creativity. I think I think Deja's very unique, and I thought that the the look was. Well, I'm just talking about as a whole package. As a whole package. I had not seen what you had done before. True. Yeah. And that that was one of the things I I tried really hard to make sure. Like, with every talent show, I wanted to bring something that had not been seen before. Not just on Camp Wanakiki, but ever. Um, And God damn it, if it wasn't, like, I'm just going to... It's not a spoiler, but it is a moment of sadness for me because I I got back from filming camp and Canada's Drag Race Season 2 came out 
And there were some things that were very close <laughs> to what the concepts I had that came out. And I was like, God damn it. Um, so, but anyways, more on that later. Uh, well, we ultimately find out that Coleslaw won and won $500. So whoop, congrats whoop. to Coleslaw. And they made that whole look. I And I think that is, I think it's well-deserved. I thought the story was funny. I am personally not a huge poop humor fan, but you know what? I'm a pee humor fan, apparently. Um, and that got me sent home to take a hike. So it is what it so was. So do's and don'ts for camp. Yes, poo. Don't no pee. pee. <laughs> and no peeing in the lake. Um, I, this was a... Um, I, I was actually really happy with how I went out. I really loved getting to have that moment with Deja. Um, it, you know, she and I really were like, while we were there, especially at that point in the filming process, she probably really was my best camp friend. Um, we had been getting up every morning together, doing our makeup right next to each other. Um, sharing our feelings through the day. And it's like, after I got to reunite with her and Coco this weekend in Toledo, I was like, yeah, we really are friends for life. So I was glad that, I got to see her right before we had that moment together on the stage um, this week. And I forgot like how choked up Ruthie got during the, uh, after we found out the result that was really hard to watch. (laughs) I I really liked it. I think Deja definitely deserves to stick around. It's so hard to say this, this week. I'm just judging based on this week alone. Yeah. Like literally based on this week alone. I, yeah, I understand. I, I wish that this week had been the week that they had. I don't know. But then again, they, right. it's it's a story that they, that they want to push. So I, I get it. Um, They're trying to push that Alabama drag ain't shit. <laughs> and you know what? They're right. I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, that's why yeah. the sugar bakers moved away. Right. What did you think of my exit line? Um, okay, you had one of the best exits. Just overall, like, I thought you always so too. Had me cry with like your like sentimentality, and I'm like, not this bitch giving me emotion. She needs to fucking stop because I can't. Um, and then with the like, what starts with F and ends with CK? Oh, I tried. What starts with F and ends with CK? It's fuck. <laughs> that was iconic. That was like yeah. one of the best like exit lines. Thank you. I felt really good, honestly. Like, like just across like drag television i i walked out and um a bunch of the producers came and immediately hugged me and they were like that was just so classy so i and it made me feel good you know to to go out on a good note i was really happy that i got this moment rather than at week one I, you know i was just so in my head and freaking out if yeah. i had i don't know what i would have done if um if i had gone out on that first episode but i, I was glad that i had this moment and i was a little more put together because i felt that i i could tell it was coming for me um so flapjack for all stars sugar make a trend. i would love that we need all stars we need flapjack <laughs> please more more and then i walked out and i the only thing that i like when i took my hike the biggest thing that i wanted to share was the if you're as smart rich talented or um, beautiful as you think you are you can afford to be nice too and niceness counts and i i think that's true someone who i really admire has told me that and they were a mentor in my life for a really long time um aren't you giving me chills literally (laughs) yeah just the way the cookie crumbled it's fine it i'm just excited that i got to be on the show and there's so many wonderful people i've met through this and i've really appreciated everyone's kind words and if i haven't gotten back to you on you know messages that have been sent and everything i've just been a little overwhelmed with the processing of it ignores me i do all the time (laughs) i have sent her like 40 messages 
<laughs> that are all just like on red. And I've been red. Fawn a cease and desist. Um, yeah. Wait, she actually got a restraining order. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. She has to sit 10 feet across from me whenever we record these things. Um, okay. Well, is there anything else about this episode that you want to say before we wrap things up? I will say, while I do not agree with the elimination personally, that is just my opinion. Ultimately, like, this is such a great cast, and this was such mm-hmm. a great Camp Spirit episode. And it's gonna, like, I commented on Facebook in response to Pola on something the other day. Like, I can't imagine, like, what it's gonna be like, what it's like for y'all. Uh huh. Because as a viewer, I'm like, I don't know who's going home next. <laughs> There's not really anybody that I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want you to stay. Like, because, like, a lot of times on drag reality shows, it's like, oh, it's your time. Yeah. Oh, they, mm, you, it's time. You know. And then, but here it's just like, no, I love all of these people, and they're all doing good, and any of them are, like, really, I mean, we have front runners. Yes, But it's sure. still, like, it still feels like it's anybody's game, even though there are front runners, just because, like, everybody is bringing such top notch. So, at this point, who who do you see as our top three? I mean, the obvious answer is to say... Clinica. Clinica, Coleslaw, Hillary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. I mean, because they're the ones with the wins, right? Has someone else won that I'm forgetting? No, no and the only other Clinica, person Hillary, that's Clinica, been Coleslaw. in the top... The only other people that have been in the top are... Deja, Deja and Lily. And Pola in episode and one. And Pola. Um, so Coco has been in the bottom once before, so... and. I wonder how that's going to turn out. But I mean, also, Deja's been in the top, but she also was just in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, now those are the only two that are left that have been in the bottom. Yeah, that's true. It's a roller coaster. So I guess we'll just have to keep watching and we'll find out what happens next week and we'll tell you about it on Flapping and Fawning. Thanks for the love, everybody. Y'all are amazing. Yes, go send Flapjack all the love. Flapjack for all stars. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Flapping and fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen. F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at flapping and fawning pod. And on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.